0: Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep and more. What kind of exercise do you do? Is there a particular kind you enjoy the most? How about a vagina workout? Tara Stoyanovsky is the director of Fit Mama Co and she's on a mission to educate women about the benefits of vaginal exercise. Hi Tara, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. What led you into this particular area, area of fitness?
1: Uh, so I started off, I've been in the fitness industry for over 10 years selling gym memberships to multiple women. I became a PT five years ago and I had a background in ballet when I was younger for 16 years. So I decided that I wanted to open a bar studio. It was quite popular at the time. And as I researched that, I came across that it was quite beneficial to pregnant women. Um, So I went and got my pre and postnatal certification and these light bulbs just went off for me in that there's so much lacking of what pre- and postnatal women actually need in terms of fitness. And I just dove down the, the rabbit hole and uncovered, you know, the pelvic floor and how important that is to us as women. And yet it's this topic we don't talk about because anything that involves our vagina in any region or way, we just ignore. And it's taboo and we don't want to talk about it. You know, we can't even say vagina without people wanting to blush so that's and people don't sort of... even know what the vagina is like. No, and it's you know when we say vagina, it's literally all of it. I mean, your pelvic floor is the the actual muscle that we're particularly working. It sits between your vaginal cavity and your uterus, so it makes up that whole section of our female organs, I guess. But it's just something that we don't, we're not really taught about from being a teenage girl to women don't really experience it until after they've had babies. And now they've got incontinence or they've suffered from a prolapse or something along those lines. So it's something that is, a, it's a muscle group we can fix. It's something that's super, you know, the the exercises are super easy and it has such a massive impact on your quality of life as well as a woman. So that's just really what got me fired up into wanting to do more for women's fitness than just focusing on their baby weight.
0: And you've mentioned there a couple of things that definitely relate to pregnant women, but it's also a muscle that can help with other types of aches and pains that you may not be aware of. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So your pelvic floor, a, a dysfunctional pelvic floor can both Um, underactive and overactive can lead to back pain hip pain pelvic pain pain during intercourse so there's a lot of discomforts that may actually be relating to the pelvic floor Um, and it's not just something that it's something that can affect all women it's a muscle group so like your bicep if you never ever exercised it you just wouldn't be able to pick anything up because it has no strength to it Um, the same with the pelvic floor so it doesn't just apply to pregnant women women can Have a dysfunctional pelvic floor before children, and they may suffer it many years after children. So it's not necessarily something that instantly happens, but um, it becomes weakened from having children, and then it remains weakened. The demands of motherhood compound on top of that, and not knowing how to support your pelvic floor, not doing anything to help the health of your pelvic region, then can lead to issues down the track one years, two years, five years, ten years. Mm -hmm. Um, And often
0: women just put up with it, don't they? They don't know that it can be fixed and they just...
1: I think it falls into that that taboo area of not wanting to talk about our vaginal region at all because, you know, it's embarrassing. It's also, in a lot of ways, the main symptom, I guess, is incontinence, so it's peeing your pants. So most people aren't wanting to shout from the rooftops that they're peeing their pants. And I think we've sort of pushed it into that category of, you know, I've had babies, that's just what happens now. You know, my body's not the same anymore. And there's a certain degree of that in some areas. Like, yeah, your body does change. And we're really big on sort of pushing that body positivity that, you know, your body is actually not meant to bounce back. There's a lot that actually works against that being possible because your body's actually designed to now be a feed factory for this baby that you've just had. So it actually, along with sleep and stress that are out of your control, you have a newborn Mm -hmm. (laughs) so there's this sort of push for like bouncing back but your body actually doesn't want to bounce back it's not designed to do that but we so we I think there's so many things of these areas of what's normal and what's common and I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to dysfunction of that region it's common but it's not normal and there is something that you can do about it and that's really the mission that I'm on is to encourage women to do something about it because we shouldn't just have to go well I'll just have to wear a pad when I exercise or I just can't jump on the trampoline with my kid or, you know, I'll just wear adult nappies when I'm older. Like, <laughs> No, that's... no, no, we don't want that. No, no, we not at all.
0: Okay, so talk to me about the classes. So, I mean, we say vagina aerobics, yeah. a bit tongue-in-cheek, but what exactly does that entail? Because I know that I've been to Pilates lessons before and I've done my Kegel exercises. Yeah. Um, how long are these classes?
1: Uh, so most of our classes run for about forty minutes. So some are more focused just on the pelvic floor and core. Um, the core we're talking about your inner abdominals are something that are also compromised throughout pregnancy. So for us we specialise in pre and postnatal fitness. It is applicable to all women, but really we're sort of targeting that area when it affects women most. So we have a class that's specifically just focusing on the Pilates-style workout of just working, engaging your pelvic floor and core. What we want to teach women is how to then do that when we're doing other activities. So one of the biggest times that we put a lot of pressure on our pelvic floor is when we squat down or bend down and come back up again. And a lot of times we push down on our pelvic floor as we come back up. So it's getting that my muscle connection when we're doing other movements so that we're starting to, without thinking, actually be doing these exercises and protecting our pelvic floor when we're doing squats and we're doing other body movements. So most of our classes, they run for about 40 minutes because we do have babies. They can keep their babies up to one in class with us. So that <laughs> the, the babies tend to – 40 minutes is about their, their cutoff yes. point for – laying on the floor and being cool with that.
0: We used to, I used to do uh, yoga with both my babies and there was always a point in class, not always, but often a point in class where they'd just all start crying. I feel like it was 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: um, We must be lucky. It's about 40. Yeah. You push it to that 45. And it's all over Uh, and over. (laughs) We try to start on time, but we generally start within five to 10 minutes of class actually starting. Yeah. Because we just have that sort of flexibility in the... Everybody's in the same boat, so nobody quite minds that our classes – our nighttime classes start on time, but our morning, our daytime ones not so much. <laughs> um, so
0: you were mentioning before that a lot of women don't understand or recognize that they might have a dysfunctional pelvic floor or that yep. their ailments are coming from that particular region. But do you think as well that medical professionals don't understand either? And I'm not – this. Oh, is, definitely. Yeah.
1: 100%. So – Um, Unfortunately, I don't think there's enough of an emphasis on it throughout the entire pregnancy process from the start. From all of the women that we've sort of seen, there seems to be a point in some antenatal classes that they'll mention it around sort of 20 to 26 weeks maybe. But at that point, you're quite inundated with information of everything that's about to happen. And then it's sort of not really mentioned again. Some will mention that they're told in hospital to do your exercises – but you've just had a baby, like you're in this haze of just had a baby, labor, hormones, milk coming in, like you have no idea what's going on, but it's not part of your six-week postpartum checkup. So unless you've got a doctor that actually is interested in it or has some push to it, it never really gets mentioned to you again other than casually like do your exercises. And the problem is that the physiotherapists that I've worked with that specialize in women's health physio, Have mentioned that about 50% of women given a verbal cue on how to do a contraction are still doing it wrong.
0: Mm. So
1: considering the only way to actually know that you're doing it right is to go and see a a women's health physio. Um, So they're the the specific doctor that goes and does that for you. It's an internal examination and they can tell you that you're doing it correctly. But the GPs aren't checking it. A lot of obstetricians aren't, gynecologists aren't. It's kind of strange because it sits between your uterus and your (laughs) vagina, but it doesn't belong to your gyno or your obstetrician so unless they're interested they're kind of not mentioning it and I think that's where the problem lies and it has for quite a long time because it's not put to the top of our list and when you've become a mum like if somebody doesn't tell you it's at the top of your list then it's really not even on your list Um, so I think definitely there's a huge lack in considering how much of a problem it is according to incontinence global statistics it's 435 million people globally are suffering from it so it's a huge amount of people and yet I guess it's just not sexy enough to no, and it be put at the top of What people have to do, and I
0: I say that I think it's interesting because I had some back problems. My children are now five and seven, I've worked in this area for years, Mm. and I never had any problems after having the babies. I never had incontinence, I didn't have any pain during sex. But I went to see an osteo about my back pain, and she said, Before we go any further, I want you to see. She said, Have you seen a Pelvic floor specialist, yep. like a pelvic physio, and I said no. She said, "I'd like you to see them before we keep going, yes if there's something wrong internally." And so I went to see someone, and um, they did all the examinations and gave me some massage, and I walked away without any pain in my back. Yep. I could not believe, and I've never been to one before. Yep. And she said, "My my problem was not that it was weak; it was a." It was too tight. Too tight, yep. So those – I would never have even thought of that. It was just this one osteo said, I want you to have this examination. Because for me, I didn't have any reason, I thought. Yep.
1: It's something that we push all of our clients. It's something that um, I do believe you should get done while you're still pregnant because an overactive pelvic floor – it's called a hypertonic pelvic floor – can actually cause issues with your delivery as well. So you can be too tight to deliver, so to speak. And what that means is that the pelvic floor is meant to stretch to three times its size during delivery. So if your pelvic floor is not relaxed, if you don't know how to relax your pelvic floor and let it stretch, then your risk of having an emergency C-section and instrumental delivery um, and a episiotomy are actually quite um, raised as a result of not being able to relax your pelvic floor. So we recommend seeing women's health physio to have it checked because around 26 weeks will sort of give you to 30 weeks will give you enough time to actually start to learn how to relax it to hopefully improve your delivery (laughs) yeah it is um and it's not until i've had i've had clients that have overactive pelvic floors and they've sort of mentioned that it's not until you go and see them and they explain to you like this is on That in she she mentioned like in my daily life now I can understand I'm like oh okay yep I can feel that that's it is on and I can think about relaxing it I'm like but if you don't know then you don't actually know that that's what it feels like when it's on to then trigger yourself to relax that muscle so it is actually crazily important and can link to so many different things around that region that are actually an issue I had a lady that thought that she was having back pain from her epidural. And that it was epidural related. I'm like, look, it's possible, but has she had her pelvic floor checked? And I said, go, go get your pelvic floor checked. And lo and behold, it was a weakened pelvic floor. She did her exercises and the pain went away. So it's just something that's not the first thing that we think of, but it actually is essentially the hammock that holds everything in place at the bottom. So it does actually have quite a lot of um, jobs that it's responsible for.
0: Oh, it's so fascinating. Tara, thank you so much for coming in That's and talking right. about this. And we'll pop links to your website in the notes of this episode. Sure. And I'm sure, just go and have a look into it. If you haven't had a pelvic floor examination, definitely go do it. Yeah. Pre or post, baby, you won't regret 100%. it. Will you? There's
1: no. There's never too late of a time to address any issues that you're having, and they can, in most cases, be healed with some simple exercises that are free to do. They don't need any equipment.
0: Oh, fabulous. Tara, thanks for your time. Thanks so much. That's Tara Stoyanovsky. She's the director of Fit Mama Co. We'll put links to where you can find more about Tara and her fitness programs in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch